1: to Making a Disney Fan Podcast, where you've got some friends in us. Yes. <laughs> oh, you called what I was going to say? I just want to bet. <laughs>
0: oh. Amazing.
1: Oh. oh, well, now I feel predictable. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here with my very own ham. He's very, the, he's I'll very that, hammy. I'll take that one, actually. Yeah, yeah I th- <laughs> think you you feel comfortable in John Ratensburg's skin? Yeah! Yeah, you know, just some... You know, know know-it-all-ism. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) All right. And joining us is our very own Bo Peep, Sarah. You know,
0: I would like to challenge you to not just give me the only female role next time.
1: (sighs) Okay. I will definitely consider it. We got some shade. (laughs) I'll definitely have to think about this in the future.
0: (laughs) Excellent. I mean, you can keep giving me the princesses. I'm fine with that. But, like, in the non-princess movies, try to get creative. All right.
1: right. Thank you. And I am Rex. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I'm a bit, you know, maybe a little bit of anxiety and not quite sure of myself. And definitely rambling. Don't know when to shut up occasionally. So,
2: I don't know about that. I I think
1: I'm pretty... (laughs) <laughs> Oblivious when I talk too much. That that has been known to happen. And especially when it's on subjects that people don't understand or even really care about. You
3: have never talked too much in the history no, of conversation.
1: No,
0: never. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, uh, in case anybody doesn't understand what movie we're talking about or hasn't read the title of the podcast episode, this is our episode three. We are talking about the very... First Pixar full-length film Toy Story 1995 it was a really good movie and mm-hmm. yeah yes it was yeah really good movie okay and I'm gonna move us over to Brandon or ham I guess for ham- our newbie Hamden, recap, if you will, oh, Hamden, Hamden. If you will. Hamden. okay,
3: okay. <laughs> all right what's up guys it's your boy Brandon here with the newbie recap so Toy Story fun fact but not one that'll step on your toes or your toes either. Uh, Toy Story was my very first theatrical movie, Ooh. very first one I ever saw in theaters. Mm. I remember none of it because I was basically a baby, but I still have the ticket stub for it. Actually, it's in a photo album. That's cool. That my mom like held on to. She told me like little like little while ago before Back when she
1: ticket stubs were still
3: a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They don't even have ticket stubs anymore. But no, yeah, she told me like a few years ago before she passed when she was like, I'm so happy I kept that because like you've seen so many movies in your day.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So like that's how I know Toy Story. He's like, it's my first movie, even though I don't remember seeing it. But yeah, Yeah. So I always got like a weird soft spot for Toy Story. So Toy Story, basic story. Woody, he is the leader of a gang of toys who is owned by Andy, who can come to life when they're not being watched by humans. It's Andy's birthday and they are spying on him to see if he gets any new toys. And he initially doesn't, but then he gets a surprise gift, which is the new Buzz Lightyear toy. And Andy becomes obsessed with this toy, and Woody just gets all crazy about whether or not he's going to be replaced. doesn't help that the kid literally kind of treats him like garbage for a bit. Like, he just throws him around and puts him in the bin and changes his, like, bed sheets and covers his posters. And, like, Woody's kind of, he's kind of got a reason for it. So Woody thinks he's being replaced and finds out andy's going to the infamous pizza planet from pixar films Mm -hmm. um which seems like it would be an amazing
1: restaurant to go to it probably would be Yeah, not gonna lie and like you know they should put that into like disney world or a park yeah
3: yeah you know that'd probably be really sweet i'm surprised they haven't honestly i mean universal studios can build a crusty burger like why can't you build a pizza planet there's a crusty burger. There's a crusty burger. Are we sure they never have? I'm
1: pretty sure it, it, it's not even in the in the Toy Story land. Weird. Oh, weird. yeah. So
3: anyway, <laughs> they uh, they're going to Pizza Planet, and she tells Andy that he can only take one toy, and Woody gets all super jealous, so he tries to basically trap tries to trap Buzz Lightyear there so he can be the only one who goes. It ends up knocking him out of a window, and the whole other toys think that Woody tried to kill Buzz, so they like they hate him and uh, so Woody gets taken to Pizza Planet but Buzz like hops along in the car and gets in they get in a fight in the car Woody and Buzz and then they fall out of the car and then Andy just drives off without them um I don't understand why Andy's mom is so clueless like he's like mom I lost my toys and she's like just keep looking it might be back there you know like you don't want to turn around and double check at all like not
1: once well, with kids, <laughs> there's so many toys, and they could leave them anywhere.
2: Fair. But, but the kid, I guess kid yeah, he, very he's... clearly
1: had it in his hands when he rolled up. I uh, Mind you, my, my kids are not as old as Andy. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. more responsible. Mine are five and under.
3: Yeah, I guess. But yeah, so they're like lost at the gas station. They need to get to Pizza Planet, so they find the Pizza Planet truck, and they get on that. They go to Pizza Planet, and this is probably one of my favorite parts of the movie, because there's a lot of, A, there's like an alien reference, mm-hmm. when they're playing like a whack-a-mole game, but it's like whack-a-alien Whack or whatever. a a chest burster Yeah, something, and I thought that was really funny. But they get caught in the green alien claw machine. This is the, the claw. claw.
1: <laughs> we did not time that or practice that at
3: and all. like... <laughs> i love those guys how can you not love those guys those guys are the best so that's we meet the green aliens and then they get rescued but they, they don't get rescued sid who is like this villain the villain like bad kid from next door who destroys all his toys ends up winning woody and buzz in the claw machine because they're not allowed to like move when a human sees them and then they go to like Sid's torture house, where he like has dolls that are been put together, messed up toys, pretty much. So Woody comes up with this plan with all the messed up toys and Buzz Lightyear and everyone who's there, and they decide in the morning when Sid's alarm goes off because he set an alarm on when he's gonna blow up Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> um, that they're gonna like go outside or gather outside somehow because they're toys, and Sid tapes a rocket to Buzz Lightyear's back. And, like, right before he's about to light it, all the toys kind of, like, come to life and trip him out. And then he's, like, holding Woody, and Woody does, like, an exorcist head spin and, like, Mm -hmm. freaks him out. And Sid's good now. He's never going to, like, mess with toys again. But they realize that Andy and his mom are driving away. They run up under the truck, and then Woody tries to throw RC down to try and get... Buzz Lightyear but everyone else on the like the rest of the toys on the truck think that Woody's trying to kill RC so they just throw Woody off as well and then they both get on RC and they're driving up to the truck then RC's like batteries die after Slink tries to like pull them back to the truck and they separate so then Woody uses Buzz's helmet to light the rocket and it shoots them like high into the air where they throw RC into the truck which is pretty boss actually yeah and then they go like right up and then inexplicably he like buzz Lightyear opens his wings and despite being a plastic toy he's able to like perfectly glide down in through a car window and into a box without the mom or the kid inside the car noticing
0: the magic of disney
3: the magic we're gonna have to come to that every episode Well, this one isn't—it's not the magic
1: of Disney though. This one's the magic of Pixar.
3: That is true. true. Yeah, yeah, but like, clean into the car, and they move. They whatever. It's all good. Next year, Andy's birthday. He doesn't get any toys. Uh, they get a dog. Christmas. Christmas. He gets a dog, and that's the end of the movie. They're like, oh no, a yeah. dog. Makes sense. Um, so I've got I've got a good, a bad, and an ugly section on this movie. I like it a lot. So, I've been thinking pretty deep about this, and I'm going to start with the good. I like the army men. Oh. I do. They are hilarious, and they remind me of the general in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Well, like, funny the... thing.
1: <laughs> the main voice actor is the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. There we go. Yeah.
0: Fun fact. I don't have that fun, fun fact. fact.
1: So, that is the that is the same drill sergeant. Yeah. Voicing Sarge.
3: Yeah. That is cool. I did not know that. That's You're probably why the whole time they reminded me of that movie, which is good. You um, know, and
1: you can actually see those guys at Disney World or Disneyland, those those guys, and they even have, like, the plastic bases. Yeah. So they, full green. It's yeah. It's really
3: cool. It also had a lot of, like, weirdly adult humor that I oh, yeah. didn't, obviously didn't catch when I watched it when I was young. Oh, like, yeah. Woody and Bo Peep yeah. clearly bang, which... I have a lot of questions about. I'm not entirely sure if I want the answers. Probably
2: to them, not.
3: <laughs> but like, it raises a lot of yeah, questions, like, like, how are these toys and wh- if these toys, like, why, why, like, why, why maybe are these I toys get in relationship? Someone else to watch
1: the sheep tonight.
3: Yeah, like, what is that like?
2: Yeah. We we know
3: what's going down <laughs> after like her
1: sheep are being watched by someone else. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and then there's also the great pun right after that where she says. I'm only a couple blocks away. as she walks by a couple wood okay, blocks. Walks. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that part's great. That was really good. Um,
3: I want to focus on the claw. I love the claw. It's probably the most memorable
1: part of Toy Story for me. Just, <laughs> the claw <sighs> is probably but, uh, the best quote. I, I think there's a great quote from one of the green aliens when they're going to Sid's place, where they're in the backpack, and the the green alien, or lgm i think little green men yeah that's what they could also be called where it would say like nirvana awaits we're about to go into into the mystic portal oh yeah it's just like yeah this isn't culty at
2: all
3: those guys are really funny um i appreciated all the horror movie references woody does an exorcist head spin there's the alien game the carpet in Sid's house is the same carpet from The Shining. Yeah, I was hoping you would pick I know, that up. I noticed that. Yeah, that's hilarious. That, yeah, that... So that's like, as a horror movie fan, that's pretty nice for me. Like something, mm-hmm. something to watch. And the dog is pretty, you know, is almost Cujo? Uh, we'll get to the dog. All right. Um, <laughs> Hakuna Matata. There was Hakuna Matata. That's a win in any movie for me.
1: That's, it's a wonderful phrase. Well, what can I say? <laughs> remember, this movie came out in '95. Lion King was '94, was an enormous sensation. We'll get to that when it's on its episode. So <laughs> you can know for a fact if there was a three, a, a two-year-old in a van, likely that soundtrack would be playing. Yeah, I mean it does. Yeah. It does make sense.
3: With that note, though, yeah. um, I like the classic "You Got a Friend in Me." I don't know how you yeah. could dislike that song.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It's just a song that's a puts you in a good mood. It is a good mood. The whole yeah. song is a good mood. Maybe they should reuse that song. <laughs> I feel like they have. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. And I was trying to play a game with myself to figure it out. I was thinking, who would I cast them with today if we had to like remake Toy Story? And I genuinely was like, I don't know. It's just Woody and Buzz. Like, I know we got What's-His-Face, Captain America, doing... Chris Evans. Chris doing... Evans doing Lightyear now. But,
1: <laughs> like,
3: outside of that, like, if we had to strictly
1: remake Toy Story, I'm not sure who I would cast as well, Woody and Buzz. I, I think I absolutely love the way that Tim Allen just does cocky but lovable at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And... I know how they, like, a fact about why they cast Tom Hanks. The reason why they always wanted Tom Hanks for the role of Woody was because they wanted Woody to be likable, and they thought it was impossible (laughs) not to, like... Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's there's, probably because it is impossible to dislike Tom like, Hanks. Like, even, like, there, yeah. I don't even know if there's any truly villainous roles that he's played. Like, I know he was a slightly villainous character in Cloud Atlas for one part. Well, he played multiple characters in I know, he, But there was one, like, slightly villainous, like, yeah. like
3: gangster, yeah. criminal-ish. He pro- played a hitman in Road to Perdition,
1: which was pretty dark. But he's still technically the protagonist in that film. It's true, yeah. Like...
0: He's that really creepy guy on Saturday Night Live, David S. Pumpkins. David Pumpkins,
1: y'all. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> uh, I, and I think he he is playing a slightly villainous character in that new uh, Baz Luhrmann
3: film, Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think his manager is a very good person. I'm guessing.
0: No, so definitely be, not. But yeah.
2: then
1: you also look at the opposite end of that of this upcoming film spectrum, where he's playing Geppetto on the new Pinocchio film. It's just <laughs> like okay,
3: which. Like I'm not sure how I feel about that cuz it doesn't look any different. Yeah, it looks that's like the exact same thing just animated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or CG animated like, or whatever you yeah, want to say. CG like, yeah, CG live action
1: yeah. is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't know. With, live okay. live action adaptations, I I have a very strong strong opinions in regards to live action adaptations yeah. that I'm sure we'll get into as <laughs> get the, into it, man, as, yeah. as as these, you know, go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's
3: get into the bad, and I I hate to say it, but I have to. The animation sucks. Like, oh it, yes, it, it gets sucked. dated, and, and I they- get like, oh, it's like it's the first Pixar, like it's mm-hmm. kind of like first of its kind, new yeah. new technology, and I so I I understand that, but like watching it now, like it 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 sucks.
0: Oh yeah. That's what I was saying to Tyler too. Like there are certain parts of it where the detail is amazing. Yeah. Like Rex. Yeah. Like well, most of the he, toys, like but that's the detail the of them is great. And so like good
1: about it is about about the film and their choice of the of what film to do. Yeah. Is the fact that toys are plastic. Plastic is you know textures like this. It was in line with the technology that yeah, they had. at the time. I
3: don't feel like they nail it with any of their human animations oh, yeah, either. Humans and are horrible. Definitely no. not with the dog.
0: Yeah. No, the dog well, looks terrible. Yeah. But I something that I was really appreciating is like some of the extra detail. Like if you look at the baseboards and the bottom of the bedroom doors and the kids rooms, like they're all scuffed and dirty mm-hmm, yeah. and stuff, like yeah, really you wouldn't real. see that really near. Real this. details. You wouldn't see that
1: in a hand drawn. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then like like you were mentioning the carpet. Not only is it the shining carpet, but if you look at the detail on the carpet, like it looks yeah real. Like,
1: it, it's got the texture. It's, it's...
0: So there's stuff like that that's like amazing and then you look at the dogs face yeah it's, it's
1: really bad yeah oh um uh, just random thought and since we're uh, on the carpet or whatever i'm just thinking about the moment after where um uh, uh mrs nesbitt moment where mm-hmm. there's two dolls did you catch what their names were no marie antoinette and her sister because <laughs> they're sweaty. dolls without S. heads yeah that is really Ooh. funny <laughs> okay. not, not gonna lie i'd absolutely love the mrs nesbitt moment it's funny. Yeah,
2: it's oh, yeah. really funny. It's great.
1: Um
3: okay, I have also like in, with the bad I have questions. So like Buzz thinks he is a space ranger. Um yeah. and like he eventually accepts that he's a toy, but is this a process that all of these toys have to go through? Like, did Woody eventually, like, have to start off as, like, he just thought he was in his show, and he was, there's a snake in his boot, and, like, do I all think, of I these? Think, well, all, look, it seems
1: to happen with all the Buzz Like your toys, but...
0: I think it's unique to Buzz. Like, Woody doesn't even know about mm-hmm. his show. Okay. He finds out about it in Toy Story yeah. 2. Okay. Um, with Buzz, I feel like it's, He's got a chip like, wrong. He is, like, he's coming from this TV show, like, it's a huge, big show. I don't know, I feel like it's just mm-hmm. a different kind of situation like woody's show is really really old yeah. so it's like from long before his current time uh, whereas buzz is current he's just coming from the show they just made this toy it's a brand mm-hmm. new thing so it's i don't know it doesn't seem to be a thing for all the toys no. it does seem to oh, just be buzz.
1: logic on it i don't know it's it's okay. it's, it's a little hard to yeah to understand the exact logic
3: oh okay, yeah that kind of like leads into my other question though like at what point is sentience achieved with these toys because like with sid's toys we see that they're clearly just like ripped off doll heads with like spider legs on them and dolls that have been like torn apart and we've established that toys can die in the universe they say it all the time Right, mm-hmm. Not all the time, but, like, they mention it a few times at least. Yeah. So, like, we know that, like, if those toys were torn apart or whatever, <laughs> that they would have died. So when Sid put them back together, like, at what point does sentience become achieved? Pardon? And I think, like, yeah. like we're not, we're definitely not there yet, but, like, that's a good question about mm-hmm. Forky in, like, Toy Story yeah, 4. Mm. Where does sentience
1: become yeah. achieved with these toys? And Part of it, I think, comes from, like, the initial thought process was, like, the love of a child. Is a, is a good thing yeah. to come up with with part of it but Sid is a different story because yeah. you know but he's also a really angsty early teenager yeah. that doesn't really seem to have parents that really care about him or yeah. stuff. but like even
3: outside of like Sid's monster toys like kids love other toys so like why is like Bo Peep and Woody alive but like the blocks not Mm-hmm. They're a toy that would be loved by Andy, or was played with by Andy. So why wouldn't the blocks be alive?
0: Yeah, when the eggs are yeah, alive. Yeah. So yeah,
3: yeah. No,
0: that's that a point.
1: is an excellent question yeah. to which I do not have an answer. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah,
0: definitely that's not. That's fair. We'll just wait until this podcast gets big enough, and then we'll talk to the Pixar and we'll people. We'll find out. Yeah, 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 uh, be <laughs> yeah. Okay.
3: good. Yeah. Okay. Final thing. Final criticisms on the bad list. Andy's mom is completely clueless and just kind of, like, dumb the whole movie. Like, she doesn't pay attention yeah. to Andy or his toys or what he likes or anything. I mean, she gets him, like, a birthday and stuff, but, like, he loses his toys and she does not care. And then, like, they come flying back in the window and she's just like, oh, yes, oh, I told you. <laughs> just, yeah, All right, when would you left him? She's completely ineffectual in the entire movie. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't get it. So I'm just going to get onto the ugly, because there's really... I put down three things, but there's one thing I want to talk about. And honestly, I debated how I was going to phrase this, because when I came up with the thought, it was very, very emotionally charged, I could, I guess. Uh-oh. But I've decided I have to say it properly, because the ugly is Sid's f- teeth. His teeth what is wrong with his teeth they are terrible and the animation just makes it worse it's yeah. like screw sid as the villain his teeth is the worst part of the movie who chose to animate his teeth like that i don't know i just i'm gonna like see them in my dreams for like ever now you know i never actually yeah. considered this and but. The- Okay, his, I'll,
1: I'll actually have to look a little closer to that. His teeth are creepy, like
3: they're just very creepy. That's yeah, that yeah, yeah. See, they are.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of him right now.
3: They are creepy, and the animation just makes it like a hundred percent worse. It's like yeah. they gave him braces, but like the braces were designed to just mess up his teeth more.
2: Oh, oh yeah.
0: interesting. As I'm looking at pictures of Sid, I just found a thing that is a dreamcast of live action Sid Will Poulter.
2: Yeah. He, you,
1: yeah. Yeah, he looks like a young Will
0: yeah. Poulter. Yeah. Will yeah. Poulter, that
1: makes sense. Just with ugly teeth. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That'll be in like the 2040s though when they start live actioning like that generation of films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. So to sum that all up, um Oh, no, I actually want to finish with the best thing in the whole movie. The greatest moment of the entire movie, which is, like, it's not good, not bad, not ugly. It is above all of that. Oh, stellar. Yeah, sure. It was the moment Woody comes and he's, like, thrown in the chest or whatever, and he pops up, and he's like, where's my hat? And then that shark comes up and just roasts him oh. with the like, "Hi, I'm Woody.
1: Howdy, howdy, howdy." I actually heard that that was like inspired from like a Far Side comic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. That's. Uh, Where it was like a
1: shark that's like after eating a person. He's wearing like a uh, wearing a hat and just like, "Oh, I'm Farmer Joe." Yeah. No, <laughs> so I think that's funny. like
3: out of everything in the whole movie that is the moment I'll take away like dear to my heart
2: well, it's just it. Woody
3: getting straight roasted by a toy shark wearing his cowboy yeah. hat that,
1: that reminds me there's another moment that's pretty much the exact same thing I just described on uh, on the Simpsons uh, t- Treehouse of Horror oh really? Uh, yeah the dolphin one.
2: Oh, <laughs> where, yeah where
1: the, the sea captain gets killed and then yeah. they're like
3: oh I'm a sea captain <laughs> that's funny yeah oh yeah so so yeah
1: so those are brandon's
3: thoughts yeah to sum that up (laughs) it's a classic movie i feel like everyone likes toy story so it's easy for me to say obviously i liked this movie (laughs) there is definitely some bad questionable things in it Mm -hmm. not content wise just question wise like Mm. why
2: yeah
1: yeah um So you're you're going philosophical?
2: Yeah, and
3: it was not a good time for animation. I will just say, or computer animation. I Mm -hmm. will say.
0: Um, Well, it was because it was the start. Well, yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. not good now. Yeah, Yeah. like
3: if if you take away, like take away the benchmark of it
1: being the first and just
3: compare it neutrally to other films. Because you could
1: say the same
2: thing's
3: bad.
1: Like Snow White was the first, and it holds up. (laughs)
2: Animation-wise, as we discussed. That's true, yeah. Like we discussed
1: about a- how animation-wise it was brilliant and beautiful, and it still is brilliant and beautiful. Yeah. Whereas Toy is That's
0: Stars, true. Yeah, less
1: so.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Obviously, I liked it,
3: but there are some ugly things in there. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you're already a Pixar fan. We don't have to make you a Pixar fan. You know just have to make you a Disney you fan. know
3: I wouldn't i I wouldn't <laughs> say I was a Pixar fan because that implies like what cars and planes and
0: so you're a toy story fan then yeah, I, yeah I could say
3: okay. I, I could say
1: I'm a toy story fan yeah okay okay so that was the newbie recap with Hamden <laughs> 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 all right, so we're on to deep dive Disney with myself so my memories of this film. I don't know if I saw it in theaters. I may have. I know, I think my first film may have been The Lion King the year before because I was four at that point. Yeah. Um, so I may have gone to see this one. I might have to actually ask my parents on that one. <laughs> but I don't have any you know ticket stub to prove anything. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I always had it on VHS. I'm sh- Sure, Sarah did. I'm sure you likely yeah, had it with know, your clamshells yeah. um so yeah, I always had that that cover with you know buzz like you're flying with Woody hanging on for dear life yeah that's so I've always had it. I don't know if it's always been my favorite one fun memory I have about this film now. Is uh on one of my Facebook groups, I was trying to rank all like do um a ranking of Disney films and it was like a, I made it like a tournament. Mm-hmm. and in the first round, I had Toy Story up against Atlantis, the lost Empire, and I had these things organized based off of um Rotten Tomato scores, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Toy Story being Toy Story, it's got close to 100%. Yeah. I think it may actually have 100%. It does. Oh, so there you go. But then it was paired off against something with a pretty darn low score, because Atlantis, we'll get to that film, but it is not perfect. It has a
0: lot of flaws. I love Atlantis.
1: I love it too. But the funny thing is that when I did this, this matchup, in the first round, Toy Story 1 got knocked out by Atlantis. People nice. just loved Atlantis. And yeah. I guess... At that point, my friend group or the people that were in the, the thing were of my generation. So my generation had Toy Story when we were five, but then Atlantis when we were 11 or right. 12. So those m- fun memories of, of a film when you're like 11 or 12, that's a lot more nostalgia than a movie that was when you were five. Yeah.
0: I would have voted for Atlantis for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's one of those fun things that just like just kind of hit me when that happened I'm just like what yeah. how did this happen <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought Toy Story was supposed to be a perfect film but it's just you know I still enjoy watching it from time to time but it's not one that I really throw on purposely for myself very, very often odds are I'll probably like I would probably put on Atlantis for myself more more than I would put on Toy Story but that's just myself so yeah those are kind of my memories of the film love the characters and yeah grew up with with them so yeah this is the the very first pixar film before that they had done a number of shorts studio themselves had branched out of Lu- out of lucas film i believe and fun fact one of the chief people behind pixar was actually steve jobs
2: mm-hmm.
1: one of the primary stockholders i guess when pixar eventually did merge steve jobs became the largest shareholder of disney mm-hmm. that was a fun thing to learn <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i didn't know that yeah So uh, the other thing I got to say about this film is that it was a really smart choice to do toys for their first film because as we said the animation not perfect especially with you know humans and animals and living actual living things but then to take something that is inanimate and plastic like a toy and make it into a computer animation which does look like plastic. Yeah. You could say, like, the actual uh, computer animation at those stages looked like plastic. But, yeah, you look at other toys, like like Rex, like Mr. Potato Head, like, even uh, Bo Peep, who is, like, I believe, porcelain. Supposed to be, like, yeah. a porcelain, yeah, she's to- porcelain. toy. So, yeah, she is. And then you look at, like, even a rag doll or a slinky. So, it's really cool to see it that way. And, uh, again, it's a smart choice for them for their initial film, for the levels of their technology, because technology has its limits. And they also were, you know, limited budget, limited people, limited computing power. I mean, like, this is, you know, early 90s. You look at the computers that they had in the early 90s and the processing power. It's a lot different when, than trying to do something by hand where your limitations are computers. Yeah. So the other cool thing about this film is that it sort of breaks the Disney, a lot of the Disney formula, especially the Renaissance formula, whereas, you know romantic stories or you got the cla- like the specific disney villain because sid is not a standard disney villain no 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 he is a bit beyond that in certain ways he's like all about the destruction of toys and yeah. getting his anger and hatred out on, on them through an outlet which you know at least he's not hurting animals yeah and in this That's world true. yes toys are alive but how does he know that until he's you know mortified that's true yeah yeah. exactly mind you and now that I think about that mortification moment his sister's reaction immediately after so believable yeah like Mm -hmm. because he was tormenting her and doing things and as soon as she sees an opening to mess with him yeah as soon as she sees that opening sticks a doll right in his face (laughs) I mean if that's not a genuine sibling dynamic I don't know what is yeah (laughs) yeah it's a good moment so, interesting film that this one's sort of inspired by for like dynamics and stuff. Um, I haven't seen this film, but I'm hoping you have, Brandon. Eddie Murphy 48 Hours. Not seen 48. Uh, not hours. seen 48 I Hours. Know, I know it, but yeah, I've never seen same. it. Same. It's, you know, uh, Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy and Buddy Cop movie. So, mm. but still got that clashing dynamics so you got those clash personalities that just Mm. don't seem to work together initially but then they have to work together so that's a lot of the inspiration that I understand was for this film yeah that makes sense and it really works like having a a buddy film to cement how you want to do your story yeah yeah the funny thing about it is that this becomes the Pixar formula does it? there's a lot of buddy movies yeah Finding Nemo is a buddy movie Cars is a buddy movie up is a buddy movie, Ratatouille is a buddy movie, Wally is right. a bit of a buddy movie. Well, yeah. Wally's is a little different, but there's a number of these films that they're all just buddies, buddies, buddies. Monsters Incorporated, definitely a buddy movie. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of that, actually. So, it's, yeah, Disney's got their princesses, Pixar's got their buddy movies. Yeah. And then Disney sort of uses them for one or a couple of their movies, but those ones don't usually work out very well. Because it's not their formula. It's Pixar's formula, and Pixar knows how to do buddy movies. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, The other thing I got to point out is that there is no female characters. Very few. Andy's got a mom. Okay, the mom, who's a minor character. Bo Peep, who is uh, a minor character.
0: There's also Andy's sister and Sid's sister. Yeah. Oh, But yeah, all minor characters for sure.
1: Yeah, and there's also one of the... You'll love this this thought process. Uh, in uh, in Sid's room, one of the messed up toys is like doll's legs with a fishing hook. Oh, I, I, remember, fishing rod, I remember that one. Yeah, fishing rod. And yeah. its name is Legs, but it it's got a hook, so it could be called a hooker. Uh... <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. There's <laughs> I didn't there's, there's the that. adult joke in there. Yeah, that's really yeah. hard to pick up on. All right. Uh. Yeah, the last thing I really want to talk about, and this will probably be an amazing segue into Sarah's segment, is the voice cast is amazing. Like, it's one of the best ensemble voice casts probably ever assembled for, like, an animated film. Uh, You know, other than the future Toy Story films, which just build on it. Yeah. Right. It's it's a great voice cast. Definitely. Especially, like, for a first film. Mm Mm-hmm. And considering the time period, I think the only other film that did something like this was, like, Lion King beforehand. Yeah. Before that, celebrity voices were not as not nearly as common. Beauty and the Beast didn't do it. Aladdin had two, you know, with yeah. Robin Williams and Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, but even so, Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert Gottfried's big. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what other things. Is he just stand-up He's mo- He's mostly just, like, stand-up, yeah. So... It's got a lot of... Celebrity power of stand up alone is, yeah. is C list. Even Dave Chappelle has his other products beyond stand up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, voice cast is amazing. Like, you know, even this slinky dog is voiced by Jim Varney. Yeah. Yeah. Who, i if anybody does not know who Jim Varney is, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he is amazing and the nicest person ever. And he played. Uh, Played Ernest P. Worl in all the Ernest movies, and yeah. those are just a ridiculous character, and I loved it. I, used to, I yeah. used to
3: really like the Ernest movies. But you
1: look back onto them now, and it's
3: just like, these are such trash. I have not watched them since I was a kid, so they maintain a good
0: standing <laughs> in my
1: brain. Yeah. Yeah. The voice characters are awesome, and you got the initial John Ratzenberg.
0: John Ratzenberger. Thank
1: you for that correction.
0: Yeah.
1: Thank you. Well, it's a. He's
0: it's, my, he's my buddy. I know. Yeah, met right, him, right. So, you, him. Yeah. Right, we did. I stuck <laughs> the game upset.
1: Yeah, for fans of the podcast, look back one episode and you'll hear that story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was just. It's really cool to hear these voices, but then you also just know these voices as their characters, except for Tim Allen. I can't. I, I can just so separate Tim Allen's voice from Buzz Lightyear. It's just. Mm-hmm. Like, you would watch things like. Home Improvement, or... Man of the House. Last Man last Standing. Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. Yeah. Man of the House is like a t- uh, Tommy Lee Jones movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No, I think that was another movie, Man of the House. Oh, that was a Chevy Chase Not- movie, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Uh, Chevy... Whatever. That was a 90s Chevy Chase movie with... Yeah. Ch- uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I think.
0: <laughs> well crossover yeah
1: okay okay yeah that's just
0: Jonathan no 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 I'm saying Jonathan Taylor Thomas Tim Allen we got some connections coming here
1: (laughs) well no I was just just uh changed up uh, show name or whatever but whatever okay that's all good but even so like looking at uh, Tim Allen and like the Santa Claus movies or or those those tv shows I don't hear Buzz Lightyear yeah because he puts on, he actually does put on a bit of a of a voice for it, I think.
0: Yeah, I kind of envision him like puffing yeah, out yeah, his chest. Yeah, I see and, I like, see him yeah. do it, yeah.
1: puffing out his chest and saying like You are a sad, strange <laughs> little man.
3: Honestly, yeah. it just reminded me of his character in Galaxy Quest. Like, it just reminded oh, me of totally. Galaxy yeah.
2: Quest.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, very similar okay. character yeah. for okay.
1: sure. Okay. Well then that outside from that of mm-hmm. that one other role of an amazing satire film. Which, that film is pretty great. Not going to lie, it is an amazing film. I, oh, I, yeah. I, 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 now I want to talk about Galaxy Quest. And <laughs> we
2: should have had in a my Galaxy, Galaxy Quest White... podcast then, Zach.
1: Oh. <laughs> well, fine. But uh, then that goes into what I consider to be satire as opposed to parody. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that movie's great. Yeah, because
3: that yeah, is. I
0: watched it recently and.
1: I haven't seen it in a
0: good while, good. but I was
1: actually think just thinking about it the other well, day.
0: You think about the the you the, watch
1: the it. top four cast like the the, the forecast. You of uh, you got, uh, you know Tim Allen, Alan Rickman. Yep. And Sigourney Weaver. Yep. And uh, also, just randomly thrown in in a lower role is Sam Rockwell. Yep. It's just uh, also. Hilarious.
0: One of the aliens, I was watching it with my sister and I hadn't seen it really, really long time. And one of the aliens is Keith Mars from Veronica Mars. Yeah, Marsh, yeah, yeah. Which I love. Really? And I was yeah, like, he's, hey! he's got the, the
1: alien makeup and he's the, well, no, actually he doesn't have alien makeup. He's fully human, but he's just got the hair, but he's the one of the, the captain or whatever, like the leader <laughs> of his people. That's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That was a fun, fun find for me because I've seen, I saw Galaxy Quest long before I ever watched Veronica Mars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Veronica Mars, I started in university. Sam, I think Voice same. introduced reboot. it to me. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> yeah, so that was a fun I find. I still sure. have not
3: seen the last season of Veronica Mars. The 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 oh. reboot season. Yeah, Madison, I got Madison hooked on the show, and then they came out with the reboot season, so she watched it. Ooh, but I have not seen it.
0: It is devastating. Mm.
1: But in
3: the I, good way, I
0: liked it. No, mm-hmm. um, I liked it because I just want more. Yeah, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's very sad.
2: <laughs> so yeah. yeah, Still, still
0: but, have
1: not checked that one out. Yeah. Okay, and that was our scheduled tangent onto a Galaxy Quest. <laughs> but then, yeah, again, we talked about Tom Hanks, and it's impossible not to like Tom Hanks. That yeah. is true. I mean, Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. he's yep. just amazing. Yep. Uh, and then he you is. go with this character, and it was really important to like Woody yeah. because he could, done by the wrong person, he become a jerk.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
3: I think, just to combat that, I think Woody was a jerk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think Woody's a complete d- the entire movie.
0: Yeah, he is, but with having that likable person but, behind, yeah, exactly. yeah, it the kind of f- it kind of balances
1: that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you get the yeah. likable person to play him, and then you, the audience, know that he's having jerk moments. Yeah, but you still want him to do better.
0: Yeah, you're waiting for him to redeem himself. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. Yeah. So that's the re- that's the whole thing. Is you the audience needs to empathize yeah. with mm-hmm. Woody and the what he's feeling like you get the sense of neglect that he's feeling and yeah. yeah and that's a real feeling that people can have when say you're in a you're in a friend group and you're just like not having any idea what's going to happen now how the dynamics going to change as yeah. a new person comes in and oh this person's from Africa this is so cool <laughs>
2: yeah like yeah.
1: what was it like in there over there did you know did you see any lions and Things like that. Oh
0: yeah, I went on safari. Just yeah. kind, of, kind of, just something like that. Yeah. Like it's like when I came to live in residence, and all of you were like, "Wow, Sarah's so cool." Yeah, that, that <laughs> is, that's what. That's that, what. It, that's <laughs> exactly what
2: happened. That is. Yeah. Your memory yeah. is
1: spot on with that moment. <laughs> we were, you know, you know, always knocking on your door, asking if you know you wanted to hang out or go to Garbanzo's.
0: Exactly. That's like, that's what it is. <laughs>
1: It
3: definitely uh, wasn't the opposite of that. That's good.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I would hope not.
1: All right. So that was my deep dive Disney. I'm going to move it over to Sarah for fun facts and trivia.
0: Cool. Well, first off, memories of this movie. Um I don't know for certain that Toy Story was also my first theater experience, but I'm pretty sure it was. Mm. Um, Being that we're the same age, Brandon, it makes sense. (laughs) Um, But I do know a story that I have been told. I obviously also don't remember this, but uh, I've been told by my dad that when I saw it in the theater, when the dog is chasing Woody, I jumped up and put my feet on the two armrests of my chair. And yelled in the theater, run,
2: Woody, run!
0: (laughs) So I'm sure that was pretty cute for all the people in the theater to see this two-year-old screaming at the screen. That's funny. (laughs) There you go. So not exactly a memory, but a story that I have been told. (laughs) So yeah, that is my Toy Story background. I'm getting into fun facts and trivia. The very first thing that I wrote in my notes was, wow, the animation. Um... (laughs) It was, it was bad, but like I said, there were definitely some details that were impressive. Yeah, for sure. Um,
3: but,
1: oh, but mostly yeah, it bad. just wasn't great. One thing I just remembered on the animation front, at his yeah. birthday party, all the kids that you see for half a second from the stairs, they're all Andy.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> they just redid <laughs> yeah, the they, animation Yeah, they literally over... just copied and oh, okay. pasted
1: Andy. That's funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, saves him some money, yeah. so why not? All right, so... This is essentially just like a long list of fun facts. So I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna say fun fact for everything. We're just gonna go through. Them. Uh, first one originally, Pixar obviously they made toys to sell this movie. Yeah. They made Woody and Buzz. They wanted to make all of Sid's toys too. Um, but uh, they were told no.
2: <laughs>
0: I. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were told not to do that, and it probably makes sense. Those toys are a little bit scary. I'm sure you
1: can get them now.
0: It's possible. I would think maybe. most likely, though, they'd be fan-made more so. I, yeah. I think you would get
1: the baby head spider guy is, the,
3: is could, the, probably
0: yeah.
1: the main one that you could get. Maybe.
0: Potentially. Yeah, I'm not sure if people would have done that, but and maybe, maybe they the the got to adult. market that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Tom Hanks actually wondered as a child if his toys came to life when he left the room, so he was excited to play Woody because this was his childhood. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, I think that's really cute. Um, The role of Buzz Lightyear originally was not offered to Tim Allen. I'm curious if you can guess. Zach knows, so I will not have him guess after all. Um, But Brandon... Can you think of other, like, big male actors in that time?
3: I want to say, like, Kevin Costner for some reason.
0: That's a great guess. Yeah, it's around that time. But, no.
3: Mel Gibson?
0: Also a great guess, Uh. but no. Uh, It was Billy Crystal.
3: Billy Crystal? Yeah. Could you imagine if Billy Crystal was Buzz Lightyear?
0: Yeah, so they offered him the role. Yeah, they offered him the role. He turned it down. And then when he saw the mistake he had made, he jumped at the chance to do Monsters Inc. There's actually mm. a very
1: cool story I heard about that. Yeah. Um. The The story goes that uh, he got a call to his house and his wife picked it up. And he essentially picked up the call from his wife. And he's, he just hears on the phone, hey, this is John Lasseter. And Billy Crystal just says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even Excellent. hear what the role was. He just said, yes. Yeah. That's yeah he
0: knew he knew he needed to say yes this time bonus fun fact for you i have a very big crush on billy crystal
2: <laughs> that is a...
0: i love him That's... when i was in high school drama class we watched a like fairy tale masterpiece theater thing where billy crystal was one of the three little pigs and he was so freaking cute and now i just love billy crystal so. <laughs> that
3: is a weird celebrity crush
0: Have fun, Stormy the castle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a trick question for
1: you, anybody listening, if you can pinpoint that quote.
0: You know, we're probably going to bring something up about that, potentially. Um, All the humans have short hair because this was early computer animation days, and they hadn't figured everything out yet, so they just gave them short hair because it was easier.
1: Or a
3: ponytail. That makes sense.
0: Who has a ponytail? The mom. I can't picture her now. I thought she had short hair. No,
1: she's got a ponytail back here when she says, like, you want to go to Pizza Planet.
0: Okay. I'll believe you. (laughs) But yeah, no long hair, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, John Lasseter, who was the director, based Woody on his own Casper doll that had a pull string, and Buzz was based on a G.I. Joe doll.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. A lot more moving parts than a G.I. Joe.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this film made several hundred million dollars. It was the highest grossing film that year, and at the time, it was the third highest grossing animated film. Behind which two?
1: Beauty and the Beast? No. It would be behind, uh, Lion King? Yes. And I want to One say more. Aladdin? Yes. Mm. Good, is, good guesses. Well, the thing is, is that Aladdin was, like, it was, a um, uh, the brand of, the D- of Disney was, like, a train going up a hill little mermaid wasn't yeah. wasn't amazing then a lot then beauty and the beast and then aladdin so then lion yeah. king so it just kept on going up and up and up yeah okay and then crescendo at lion yeah. king
0: yeah so there you go uh it was it is the 96th highest grossing film of all time so it's in the top 100
1: still yeah. considering how often things get into the billions these days that's still yeah. really good
0: yeah definitely um, Andy is supposedly named after Andries Andy Van Dam, a professor of computer sciences who taught many of the animators on the film. He pioneered a lot of early animation techniques, so the creators of Toy Story had a lot to thank him for. Mm-hmm. So it's said that they named Andy after him.
2: That's good.
0: Yeah, uh, you've got a friend in me was written in a day, <laughs> and it lost an award to Pocahontas. Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, colors of the colors of the wind is
0: the music in Pocahontas is, is amazing. So yeah.
1: it's I don't fair. Um,
0: they did actually talk about making Toy Story a musical because obviously Disney loves musicals. So they're like, well, let's keep that going with Pixar. Um, but they decided not to, and I think they made the right choice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because like, can you picture Buzz and Woody singing to
2: each <laughs> other? <laughs> I,
1: I yeah. heard that they actually tried to do that in uh, afterwards on uh, with like a play, like a mm. show. For a, mu- right. a musical show, and it made it to the cruise line, and it didn't go beyond that because it was so. Yeah, fun. I
0: just, yeah, it doesn't make sense for this at all. Yeah. Um, as we sort of talked about, it is the first feature-length CGI film. It also, as we talked about, does have a one hundred percent fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um. According to the source that I was looking at for this, the other films they mentioned that also have 100% are Black Panther, Paddington 2, and Toy Story 2. Also,
1: I think uh, Pinocchio also has 100%.
0: Really? Does
1: it? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Pinocchio has 100% of last I checked.
2: Uh,
3: Very interesting. I hear Paddington 2 is great, though. uh I have never uh, I just that watched that before, so I was surprised. I just watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and uh, Ni- you Nicolas would love Cage that. Cage watches Paddington 2 in it. <laughs> it's the best.
0: Oh um, my gosh. I don't know if you guys remember my opinions on Nicholas Cage. Oh, I do. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to see that movie. Just,
3: you <laughs> can explain it to the listeners.
0: What? Well, I, do, I really don't like Nicolas Cage. As an actor or really? as a person? Just anything. <laughs> I'm just not a fan. And I went, my brother and I saw La La Land in the theater last month because they like, did a re-screening yeah. and that preview came on and I was like, nope. <laughs> and it just made me think of in our film adaptation class when we watched adaptation and there's two Nicolas Cages in it. Yeah. I was like... <laughs>
2: I don't this like is this
0: for me. <laughs> um the whole conversation
1: is making me think of the community episode with Abed. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a whole college course on is Nicolas Cage a good actor? Yeah. And it drove Abed insane.
3: I <laughs> yeah. I love Nicolas Cage. And the Unbearable yeah. Weight of Massive Talent was is... a hilarious movie. <laughs>
1: well Nicolas Cage being able to do do be his most Nicholas Cagey. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not for okay, me uh, mm.
1: that's yeah. our uh, second scheduled tangent of this podcast Yeah
0: <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be more All well, of the um,
1: other ones
3: weren't
0: scheduled Yeah <laughs> No Um, Woody was almost a ventriloquist dummy Oh
2: But it was too creepy So that, yeah, so that, 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 head, that head, head, head
0: spinning would some goosebumps would've...
1: stuff right there Yeah Yeah. yeah they also did so, it in Buffy the Vampire Slayer Because, you know Yeah Suspect the creepy ventriloquist doll Yeah
0: yeah. So, like, Zach was talking about where Tom Hanks was cast because people like him. Yeah. Like, he was originally going to be a ventriloquist dummy and be more evil. And then they made him a cowboy, and then they decided to make him less evil. And then we're like, well, let's use mm-hmm. Tom Hanks. And so.
1: well, that was when yeah. uh, Disney was trying to push themselves onto Pixar with the creative process. And then it just didn't work. And there was, like, an executive screening of some of the material that they had on with, like, sketched out or worked out a little bit for like a half the movie and it's just like this doesn't work yeah but that was because so creepy That was because disney was pushing themselves on pixar and Mm -hmm. didn't work yeah let pixar be pixar
0: yep uh sometimes in various toy story projects when tom hanks is too busy being tom hanks his brother jim voices woody (laughs) oh wow so there may have been times that you saw woody and it was not tom hanks
1: In um, so in the film or in other uh, like other other media, okay, so like video games slash uh, TV TV appearances, appearances.
0: stuff like that. Okay,
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember seeing Woody and Buzz at the Oscars at one point. Yeah, they did a whole animation thing for like presenting a uh, an award. I think that was in 2011 or 2010. Yeah, something
0: something like that. that. Um, You may have noticed Andy does not have a dad. A lot of people speculate on that. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Disney, Pixar, whatever films where there's a parent missing. People always speculate on it. The real reason is it was just too much money to animate another human. So they went, eh.
2: She's a single you mom. <laughs> we got, enough,
1: got enough single dads, make it a single mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. So no dad, too expensive. You know, I'm married to a dad. He is pretty expensive. So I get it.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> animators figured out how to animate the soldiers by strapping boards to their feet and walking around like that.
1: That's funny. Oh,
3: well,
0: that's funny. Yeah, wonderful. so they got to play around. Yeah, they did <laughs> it for Imagine a day. Imagine that
1: antics, just, like, walking by in, like, the parking lot when they're doing that and just, like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: I feel like in their studios and, like, where they work, people are probably used to really weird things happening. Oh, yeah,
1: probably. So that would have been just, like, another day at the office. That's true. I'm, I mean, this will be, like, if this was the Disney parking lot, then that would be shortly after they brought lions in, into it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so Joss Whedon was involved in this movie.
2: Yep.
0: Um, he wanted Barbie to be in this one. Mm-hmm. And he was going to model her after Sarah Connors from Terminator. Oh. And he envisioned that she was going to roll up in her pink Corvette to rescue William Buzz from Sid's house. And she was going to say, come with me if you want to live. That
1: sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mattel refused to let Pixar use her. Oh, wow. But obviously they realized their mistake later because Barbie features pretty heavily later on. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, not not in this one.
1: I remember hearing an interesting interview with Joss Whedon about this. Mm-hmm. This is after he did Avengers. So they're interviewing him about other things that he's done, you know, Buffy and, and other stuff. But then he talks about Toy Story and he's just hears about, you know, after Toy Story's finished being made, they're like... Oh, yeah, we couldn't have done it without you. And then he says, and then they did it without me. Twice. <laughs> Twice.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Um, all the books on Andy's bookshelf are Pixar shorts. Mm-hmm. The titles are Pixar shorts.
1: Uh, knickknack and Tin Toy. Which is what Toy Story was based on. Yeah. Hmm. Tin Toy was yeah. the one that got them an Oscar. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Um the toolbox that's on top of the milk crate that Woody is trapped in is a binford, which is the same type of tool that Tim Allen used on home improvement. <laughs>
1: so it's a home improvement Easter egg. That's funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joss Whedon wrote the line, You're a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. One of the most famous lines from this movie. Mm-hmm. That was Joss Whedon. Not surprising. Yeah. Um Joss Whedon also created Rex. Rex? Yeah, my me. Yep. <laughs>
1: pretty great character uh, yeah awesome character who's just insecure dinosaur yeah
0: yeah yeah that was Joss Whedon um Tom Hanks did a lot of ad-libbing while he was recording and he did so much of it that they used parts of that for all three sequels oh like wow. there's stuff in Toy Story 4 that he recorded for Toy Story because he just went for it
2: yeah
1: wow well they did the same thing in Toy Story 4 for uh Don Rickles yeah that's true
0: that makes sense because he was yeah. dead yeah yeah um, uh, Tom Hanks was often inspired to say things by props, so they would just like hand him a prop and let him go. That sounds like a Robin Williams thing. That wouldn't be surprising. Um, and one time they decided to hand him a fake severed arm, and that's how the scene <laughs> where he's holding Buzz's arm at the window came
2: from. Because Tom
0: Hanks is just holding this fake severed arm, and they just let him do you
2: it per- Give me a hug! <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Etch-a-Sketch was almost bankrupt before this movie, but they let Toy Story used this movie or used their product and their sales went up by 20% after and it saved them
1: wow yep yeah, that, yeah. that makes sense that just catches not exactly the most exciting toy at some point but if you think you can make a, a realistic looking revolver out of it yep, yeah. if you're yeah, you're inspired exactly. to think that you get that is actually possible yeah
0: yeah um few easter eggs I did not Look up every single Easter egg. This is just a few that I found. Um, there is a Mickey clock on Andy's wall. It's like a, the giant version of a Mickey watch.
2: Mm,
3: oh yeah, I saw
0: that. Um, Potato Head is walking around and says to the hockey puck toy, "You, what are you looking at? You hockey puck, or something like that?" Um, Don Rickles in his comedy would call people a hockey puck all the time. So that was a shout out <laughs> to his routine. Yeah. um lee lee unkrich edited this film and was a super fan of the shining so as we mentioned earlier the carpet is similar to the one in the hotel and he snuck references from the shining and all the toy story movies so i'm gonna have to try and those. find those <laughs> yeah when we go watch them um also as we mentioned hakuna matata uh, oh my gosh hakuna matata was playing on the radio in the car tim allen is in toy story jonathan taylor thomas is in the lion king home
2: improvement yeah.
0: yep um and then finally there this movie has the first mention of al's toy barn which obviously features heavily in toy story 2 because they see an ad on the tv yeah. for al's toy barn
2: mm-hmm.
1: with your uh, voice actor from, from one of your favorite shows which one uh newman newman yeah from uh oh, from Seinfeld. Yes. the voice of al, yeah, voice of al is yeah. yeah Wayne knight is, is voice of al in, in toy story 2 so yeah. newman <laughs>
0: Yeah, Alright, and now just some voice actor info. So, obviously, we've already talked about some of these. Woody, played by Tom Hanks. Um, American as Treasure. As Disney, yes. As far as Disney goes, as we mentioned, he is going to be playing Geppetto in the live-action Pinocchio. He was Walt Disney in Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, yeah. He was the Woody Car in Cars. <laughs> and now... In the Woody car and Gar- um, You'll see it. So, we're going to play a game of what movie do you think of when you... Think of this actor okay man uh so tom hanks what's the first movie that comes to mind santa claus
1: forrest gump oh wait i was like th- for some reason i was thinking not tim, tim allen, tim allen. For- okay tom hanks tom, tom hanks forrest gump yes okay
0: okay yeah i was gonna say forrest gump too all right so then buzz Lightyear, played by tim allen obviously other than this he did the santa, santa- claus for disney yeah so santa claus, santa claus is what is I your think. first
3: galaxy quest
0: yeah i think of uh, last man standing because i got really into that show i've mm, never one. seen it i liked it uh i don't know if you guys would like it mm. It's yeah <laughs> it's more like family friendly mm-hmm.
3: that's fair yeah yeah
0: less your humor probably <laughs> but anyways uh we're not gonna play this game for all of them because i would not have people for all of these but i wanted to do it mainly with those two because obviously they are
2: oh but I,
0: big I, names But i like n-
1: naming off other things they've
0: done you can for other ones, too. Okay. I just might not have anything. So, Potato Head, played by Don Rickles. Yeah, I don't know anything else. That... <laughs> <laughs> um, he did a variety of different TV show appearances. Like, yeah. tons of classic TV shows. Um, he uh, did other voice work. He was in Quest for Camelot. Okay. Um, but he is... Oh, yeah, he plays his... one
1: of the dragons.
0: He's known for his insult comedy. Yeah. So, well, he yeah, yeah, definitely does I, that
1: in... Before. <laughs> in uh in toy story yeah exactly. hey look
0: i'm picasso
1: i don't get it yeah you yeah. uncultured swine <laughs>
0: you hockey
1: puck
0: yeah. yeah uh slinky dog jim varney we've already talked about that right, and horses, he yeah. is yeah yeah he was in Ernest, of course uh he was in the hercules tv series for disney oh, and also cool. he is cookie in atlantis yeah
1: that was a that's a cool connection to our previous talk.
0: Yes. Just like you mentioned before, Atlantis <laughs> and Toy Story. He is connected to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Rex, voiced by Wallace Shawn. Inconceivable!
2: Yeah. No, really? First
0: movie you think of for Wallace Shawn. Um, One of the greatest movies ever made. Princess yeah. Bride. The Princess Bride. Yeah. And that little quote that uh, Zach mentioned from Billy Crystal earlier. Yeah. Princess Bride
2: I, <laughs>
1: yeah. I, Good Good I luck storming the castle I don't like the
3: Princess Bride
2: Oh,
0: oh my gosh
3: <laughs> I know that's a hot take
2: But <laughs> like oh. And to be
3: fair Gold. To be fair Andre the Giant is in it So there's like a reason why I should like it mm-hmm. But I've just never liked it
2: <laughs> Yeah mm-hmm. Shame I love that I, yeah, I, So, good. I, so yeah,
3: good People don't respond well to that one <laughs>
0: Yeah, that makes
2: sense.
0: <laughs> um, Wallace Shawn for Disney, also Chicken Little, The Incredibles, The Haunted Mansion, and a Goofy movie. Oh
1: yeah, mm. he's so. he's a, Do you like a Goofy movie. Yeah, he's the principal in the Goofy movie, yeah. and he's so bad. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna. But s-
1: acting well.
0: The next, um, Bo Peep was played or voiced by Annie Potts. Um, oh, yeah. She for. Disney-wise, also in the Hercules series. And she is in Ghostbusters. Oh. If you look her up on IMDb, that's one of the things she's known for. (laughs) Uh, Andy, voiced by John Morris. This is all he did. He did Toy Story. (laughs) There's a couple other things on IMDb, but nothing notable. Um, Sid, voiced by Eric Von Detten. He was also in Recess. Lloyd in Space. The Princess Diaries and Tarzan.
3: Who is he in Reset? Probably
2: the
0: Irwin, I believe is his name. Mm. If I remember correctly, is he like I didn't write it down.
1: Like the only other thing I could think of was like this other this is like snitch character Randall.
0: No, it's not Randall. Um, and then Andy's mom, Mrs. Davis, voiced by Lori Metcalf, Roseanne, uh, hey, Big Bang yeah. Theory. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the TV announcer. In the Owl's Toy Barn commercial is Penn Gillette of Penn and Teller.
2: Oh, that, I can I can which, hear
1: it. That's cool.
0: That was a fun fact for me. Cause I is, love Pen yeah, and, and Teller
1: Penn, too. Yeah. Pen and Teller. Uh, he actually does come back up in Disney uh, later on. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we'll we'll see him in uh, in Fantasia 2000
2: because oh, oh.
1: he introduces a segment.
2: Oh. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah
1: okay. okay. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. He does a very good job of it. I think he's probably the best introduction. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, we are on to John Ratzenberger. We are going to play a game. How many Ratzenberger Pixar films? Obviously, he's in all of them. Can you name all of them? Can you name the characters? Off the top of your head. Means- I am the characters, sure. I
3: can't name the characters, but...
0: Fun fact before we dive into it, the first time he was w- featured in Disney stuff were Mickey's 60th birthday and the magical world of Disney, and he was in those as his Cheers character.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty, like, other than Pixar, I'm pretty sure the only thing that Rat- Ratzenberger has notable is, like, is, is pretty much Cheers, because he was pretty big, at, like, his character in Cheers was yeah. pretty notable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he talked a lot about it when he was here for the expo.
1: Okay, so Ratzenberger rolls. Uh, yeah. All right, we got Ham in the Toy Story series. Yep. Then we also have uh, P.T. Flea in Bugs Life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Abominable Snowman in Monsters Incorporated. Yeah. Um, okay, then what was after that? There was...
0: So far you're in order, which is impressive. Yeah.
1: Um, Finding Nemo, he was a school of fish. Yeah. Incredibles, he's the Underminer. Yeah. Cars, he is Mac.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Ratatouille, he is the waiter who puts on a bit of a French accent. Okay. Uh, Wally, he is uh, John, one of the few humans that actually has a voice role. Okay. Okay. Uh, What's after after that? I'm just... Give me a second. Oh. This uh, is impressive. Okay, then Up. Up.
0: I've, yes, I've yes. thought
1: about this before, okay? <laughs> uh, up, he was uh, the guy that's trying to help him, Carl, like the construction worker guy, who's like, okay. I'll take that as a maybe. Okay. Because uh, when he says, like, you'll have my house when I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's up. Then that's onto to Toy Story 3 after that. Then after Toy Story 3 is Brave, I believe and he plays oh, oh i'm out of order
0: cars 2 um, was next okay so
1: that's mac again
0: yeah that's okay, okay. <laughs> so then i kind of thought you would skip sequels so
1: yeah okay. well i kind of was there <laughs> but yeah i'm just my thought process is um, yeah, so no, cars you're good. 2 then brave he plays like yeah. like a dorm like a doorman announcer in that okay. one so he's doing that
0: uh what's after mm-hmm. brave
2: Oh, no. give me a second.
0: We're stumping <laughs> We're getting into the f- further on. This, the what would be awesome right now is if Brandon suddenly jumped in with the right answer.
2: <laughs> uh, Ma- I Monsters University have, like, texted was it. after that.
0: Yeah, I should have texted it to you ahead of yeah. time. Yeah. That would have mm-hmm. been great. Yes, Monsters University. So he
1: plays the abominable snowman again in that one. Uh
0: hmm
1: Is it the good dinosaur after that?
0: No, no. you skipped two. Skipped two. Oy vey. Yeah, one of them oh. is I've never seen it. Probably never will. Not interested. Similar to Cars. Planes. Yes.
1: Oh, he, is what's he in Planes? Well, Planes is I don't know. Uh, that one's not an official Pixar. That one's a Disney Toon film. A different studio. All right. But um.
0: What else came before The Good Dinosaur though? Finding Dory. No. Well,
1: yeah, I'm.
0: You gotta. You gotta. Go deep into your head for this one. You gotta dig deep. Think about your emotions.
1: Oh, Inside Out. Inside Out. Okay, yes. he plays a console <laughs> installer in Inside Out. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the good dinosaur. And then the good dinosaur. Uh, who does he play in the good dinosaur? Does, is he in that one? Oh man.
0: He is. I oh, didn't no. write down oh, the roles. Okay. So. Okay. He
1: plays one of the raptor guys. Any? Uh, okay. Uh, Ed. No. I forget, his, I forget his name, but he has, like, one you, line, and he says, like, we we kill him, and it's just really menacing.
0: Right. You could say anything for his name, and I would believe you right yes. now, because I have no
1: idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next. Uh, After Good Dinosaur, Coco? Nope. No.
0: You skipped two Skip again. Skipped two again. One of them is a sequel. Okay, though.
1: so Finding Dory.
0: Yes. Gonna... Oh, I guess they're both sequels. Finding Find... Dory and Cars 3.
1: In Cars 3. Okay, well, he's Mac yeah. again in Cars Three, Finding Dory. I don't know who he would be in Finding Dory because
2: it's not of It's been a long now. time.
1: I don't know. I don't know Finding Dory. That's okay. i have only seen it the once. Yeah. Um, then Coco. He plays this this one guy who's um uh going through the check the checkout the security thing, and he's the lady says, "Oh, your dentist has put your picture on his ofrenda." Mm -hmm. And he's like, gracious! Well, there you go. (laughs) Alright,
0: you got two sequels next. Alright,
1: well that's uh, Incredibles 2. Yeah. Is there. And that one, uh, he plays the Underminer again. Mm -hmm. What's the other sequel?
3: Planes, Fire, Sea, and Rescue.
0: I didn't include that on this list, so I'm not sure where it fell.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Mm, What's the other sequel now? Another car, another Toy Story movie, Toy Story four. Yes, 4? Toy Story four. Well, then he plays yeah. Ham again in that one. So yeah. And, and then okay. I okay two more. Okay, what was the other? Soul. Soul, yeah. I don't... Soul is one of them. Yeah. Is he in
0: Soul? I thought he was not in that one. And he, then there's according Soul to and IMDb Luca. he is. So... Nope, he's not in Luca. He's not in Luca.
1: Okay. So Soul, I, I don't know who he is in Soul. I don't.
0: I'm not. I, sure. I've only Soul seen, is the I've last only seen one. That there's one. one w- once. No. One more before Soul.
1: Uh... And then, okay.
0: It is another one that has like oh, a star oh. cast Onward,
1: onward. Yes. Uh, oh. I don't know who he is in Onward. Is he is he another construction worker?
0: I don't remember. I didn't make note
1: of the rules. I right. didn't know we were gonna do that. <laughs> All right. I
0: I was just gonna make you name the movies. All right.
1: Well. <laughs> yeah. I think he is, plays a construction worker again in, in Onward. It's possible. I always forget that movie even exists.
0: I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> It's it's a cute movie
1: and it's got really good values and it's a good it's a cool homage homage to like D and D kind Mm. of thoughts
0: yeah 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 it is it's fun well that is all of my fun facts and trivia for today
1: after our fun challenge (laughs) yeah
0: I kind of like throwing games at you guys yeah it is
1: fun it is enjoyable all right now to our conclusion so we're gonna go on to favorite musical moment. Now, I'll start off with Sarah. What is your favorite musical moment?
0: You Got a Friend in Me.
1: Okay. And Brandon? Um, quite honestly,
3: is there even another song in the movie?
0: Well... Just the score, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, it's gotta be You Got a Friend in there's Me. There's at least
1: two. Uh One of them is more of a spoken word, like, like soft moment. <gasps> where Oh, uh,
0: when Buzz tries to fly yeah, out of the window. Yeah, he tries to fly out the window, right. and
1: he's like... right. And there's a small, um... A small song, like, almost spoken word uh, moment with Randy Yeah, Newman.
0: Randy, yeah, he's just, like, describing the moment almost. Mm-hmm. Like, how yeah. Buzz is feeling, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think um, that song, the fact that I forgot about it, means it was pretty, like, ineffectual to me. So yeah. I think the I, only I yeah. other option left
1: in the movie is You Got a Friend in Me. Well, yeah. my favorite is actually Strange Things.
2: Oh! <gasps> Oh, Which is,
1: uh, that's the moment. That's right. the the montage where Buzz is becoming his Andy's favorite, and all the toys are hanging oh, out, are yeah. hanging out with him more than yeah, Woody.
0: Strange things are happening. That one.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my yeah. favorite. I like Strange right. Things a little bit more than I like You Got a Friend in Me. But that's, that's just that's okay. my okay. opinion. Like, yeah. yeah, You Got a Friend in Me is a really good song. I just I just like Strange Strange Things. Fair. Cool. Okay. So, on to least favorite part. Brandon, what is your least favorite part of this movie? I, I, it's not like you already talked for a while on one glaring detail. Um, you're right. Um, the answer
3: is Sid's teeth. Well. It's a good thing we have censorship sound effects.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: So, Sarah, what is your least favorite moment?
0: I'm trying to think, like, plot-wise, what my least favorite thing is. Because, like, generally speaking, my least favorite thing is the animation stuff. Yeah,
2: that's fair.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably plot-wise, it would be the whole Woody pushing Buzz out the window thing. Yeah, that, like,
1: that dark moment of... Mm.
0: Well, it's just frustrating, mm-hmm. because what did Woody think was going to happen? Yeah.
1: <laughs> did he think you just, like, go into that one little crack and then just magically go... And Andy would love him more for ever and ever. Yeah,
0: like, he did not think that through well. Just not a good moment. And then, like, also the rest of the toys... Instantly hate him. ...really freak out about it. Yeah. It's a little insane. So, yeah, I would say probably that as far as the plot goes.
1: Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you on that one. Though I would say that as far as the um, uh, plot-wise, it's very relatable in that moment as well because... Us as humans, we definitely have those moments where we just like think, "Man, that was a really stupid thing to do. Why was I thinking, yeah, like like what was my logic? It was just yeah. those, those those few those little moments of just instant regret, yeah uh, so that's makes it a really interesting moment, but it's then, again, like like you said, it's a very frustrating moment to watch, yeah, so yeah i i 'll agree with you on that one. All right, so most favorite part. My most favorite part,
0: yeah. Um, the claw.
3: I gotta say, yeah. It's like I'm trying to think of something like cool and meaningful, but it is one hundred percent just the claw.
1: That is the best part of the movie, hands down. The claw decides who will go and who will stay. <laughs> yeah,
3: it is. It's the greatest.
1: But you have to also go with the. Unrealism part of it afterwards, where Sid catches two toy or three toys with two grabs. Yeah, it's just that's... like and that ain't happening. Have yeah. you ever used the well, claw machine,
0: animators? But that claw was made for picking up the shape of the alien. That's the only but thing. But even in there. so, yeah. So you got two different shaped toys that yeah, have like. But arms then it does the claw thing on on Buzz Lightyear's helmet. Yeah, that's a little.
1: Bit yeah. Different. And has enough grip on it that when Woody is pulling from the other direction, yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah.
1: it doesn't unloose. That unloosen. is not how those machines work. Yeah, that's true. I have yeah. not used those machines because I consider them a waste of money. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Brandon. Have you tried those things? Out? I
3: I'm not a big fan of them, but my mom used to be incredibly good at claw machines. She wow. used to win hmm. all the time. Well, that's an impressive skill. Yeah. yeah.
0: I have a cousin like that too, so he would win stuff for me. Yeah.
1: Well, lucky you guys. Yeah. yeah. My parents wouldn't do that for me. <laughs>
3: it's not my parents, oh, right.
0: it's my cousin.
1: Yeah. It's but, okay. Yeah. You're right, I you're
3: right. was his favorite cousin, <laughs> so he
0: won stuff
3: for me. To be fair, my parents aren't doing anything
1: for me right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dark humor. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. And Sarah, what is your most favorite part?
0: The part where Buzz buckles up his seatbelt and like packs it, I think that's hilarious. That is
3: really funny. Yeah. And, and then and, Woody's and like then the,
0: rolling his eyes at him and then gets there thrown no into the back. There are no safety
3: harnesses in the
1: cargo area. What a loony!
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: love that. And then he drives that's like so a pizza funny. delivery man. It's fair. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part is the escape plan. Mm-hmm. With Sid's plays. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. pretty elaborate and very instantaneous that he was able to come up with that very quickly and then have it all work so perfectly. Yeah. But then also yeah. to, you know, cap it off with the, you know, demonization of toys. Yeah. The toys
2: are alive! <laughs> yeah.
1: And just like that awesome, like, again, that, that moment that you said... A couple that we've talked about a couple times with the head twisting. Yeah. We toys see everything. Yeah, it's, it's just cool. so yeah. awesome. Every time, it's just, I just love it.
2: Yeah. yeah. All um, right.
3: I, uh, hold on, I also mm-hmm. I want to amend my answer to also include I'm Woody Howdy Howdy Howdy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> always made me laugh. One of the a best kid. parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I definitely laughed hysterically at that when I was a kid.
3: <laughs> howdy Howdy Howdy. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Uh uh-huh. Give me that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Final thoughts and a letter grade. I'll move on to Sarah.
0: I'm going to give it an A. Toy Story is a classic. There's a reason it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just a great movie. Obviously it has its issues, but mainly they are animation related, so like, it's made in the 90s, what do you expect? So, I'll go with an A.
1: Alright. Now, um, for me, I would, I think I'll have to agree with you on there. Like plot-wise, it's very streamlined. It really works. You the characters are believable with with how they're acting towards each other and the mm-hmm. songs are are great. They're help propel the story as it goes and build the relationships that are there. Yeah. And the conclusion is heartfelt and you know, it's a nice classic finish to a buddy movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with an A. Okay. Cool. All right. On to B-Dog.
3: <laughs> I uh, I am going to give it an A-minus. Ooh. Um, mm. It's a classic. You can't, you can't not like Toy Story. There's a lot of great stuff in there. But I am going to minus it because of Sid's teeth.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It's a, it's it gets a glaring
3: a minus, detail
1: that which, you just... Cannot ignore.
3: Yeah, which admittedly is specifically an animation detail that gets solved really quickly in the Pixar universe, like Pixar movies. Yeah. But watching it today, that mouth is a travesty to everything yeah. that is like computer animation. <laughs> and and I ha- I'm going to have to see it again. I, I think it deserves its minus. That's
1: A minus. All right, but that still is a very decent score for you. It is. All right, yeah. So we have two A's and an A minus for Toy Story. So, uh, Sarah, you want to ask Brandon the question?
0: Hey, buddy. Hey. Are you a Disney fan yet?
1: Um,
3: no. I think we said it earlier. I think it's safer to say I'm a Toy Story fan than a Disney fan right now. That's fair. Yeah, you cannot like Toy Story. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got and we got a lot of good opportunities to keep working on this. Yeah, we got a lot of good movies coming up.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of, what's next, Zach?
1: All right, we're going back to the classics next. Uh, we are. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Brandon's giving us a wincing face. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So we're going back to that one that was referenced earlier in our podcast. The other. One of the other 100% Rotten Tomatoes movies of Pinocchio. The 1940 classic of Pinocchio. That is another very good film that is really fun to watch. And about to be remade. Yeah, which I don't know if I agree with. Featuring Tom Hanks.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) It all comes together in the end. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. All right. Sarah, where can we be reached?
0: You can find us on Instagram at makingadisneyfan.pod. Uh please feel free to DM us questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to say. We'd love to read what you said on our podcast in the next episode. Uh you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and we would love it if you would leave us a review. Particularly love it if it was a 5-star review. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, Just help us get the podcast out there. So please feel free to uh, review us, DM us, all those great things.
1: All right. Well, that is our podcast. I've been your host, Zach, otherly known as Rex. TTFN, ta ta for now.
0: And just keep swimming. All of our artwork is created by Becca Riley. You can go find her on Instagram at Becca Riley Art, spelled B-E-C-C-A-R-E-I-L-L-Y Art. Our theme song was written and performed by Marcus Beveridge. You can listen to more of his music on Instagram at Marcus.and.sarah.music, performing alongside me, your favorite Making a Disney Fan lady. We hope you'll come back for our next episode soon
3: for listening to making a disney fan we hope to see you next time good night and have a pleasant tomorrow